1: My guest is award-winning Venetian vocalist Jada Valente. She's currently living in Las Vegas and dealing with what all entertainers are dealing with—the challenge of performing in the middle of the coronavirus threat. She's found one avenue on Facebook with Jada Live, which is on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time, and it has music, guests, travel, and cooking lessons. Sometimes all at the same time. For everything about Jada, go to jadavalente.com. You could follow her on Twitter. Jada Valente and on Facebook and Instagram and all those other places. So Jada, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me, Hira. How are you? Good. <laughs>
1: I want to point out to our audience that although I'm pronouncing you correctly, Jada, it is spelled G I A D A. Correct. Now, the most important question that I've been saving forever is this. What brought you originally to Las Vegas?
0: <laughs> originally to Las Vegas. Um I just liked it. I um, I moved from Venice, Italy, where I was born and raised. I lived for a few years in in uh, Amsterdam. Then music brought me to London, and London brought me to New York, where I was there for, uh, I would say, uh, 13 years. Then I moved to Los Angeles. And when I was in Los Angeles, of course, I had filmed my PBS special from Venice with Love. And even though it's a national project, Every PBS station can decide if they wore a hair and broadcast the show. So I went all over the country. I think we did like 35, now 85 different cities and uh, PBS stations and tours. And the last one to pick up the special was Las Vegas. And I've never been to Vegas because I don't drink and I don't gamble. So I was always saying, oh, I never go to Vegas unless it's something that has to do with music. So I came here, Ira, as the last uh, I think three years ago for the first time the pbs airing i did a, a studio a pledge and the studio here and somehow i started to became friends with I, I received first of all the specialties fantastically well here the phones were ringing ringing so i was like wow this city must love music so i pick up my, the, myself the phone at the end of the show The the, the show ended of pbs i pick up the phone and i spoke with this woman And uh, to thank her for pledging for tickets for one of my shows that was happening six months later. And she invited me to go to the Italian American Club here in Las Vegas. So I went. I accepted the invitation to go have dinner with her and her husband. And a whole world opened for me because that's what is special about Vegas, that there is a very nice, warm, and, and small community. I went there. I met that night, so many people, I got such a warm welcome. I met uh, Dennis Bono. I'm sure you're familiar with. Absolutely. inbounding me to the show. I became part of part of the Dennis Bono show. I was coming back from LA almost every month and at a certain point, my leasing my lease was up uh, for my apartment in Los Angeles, I was like, "hmm, why don't you move to Vegas. I did it. I did it a year ago, and I love it. Here.
1: It is a unique town, and what you pointed out has been true for many, many decades, that hospitality and welcome to, especially from the entertainment community.
0: It's very unique because, I mean, I lived in New York for uh, 13 years. I had many friends, don't get me wrong, in the music and in the business, but somehow New York was less, uh, let's say there were groups of friends, uh, singers from the jazz scene, singers from Broadway. Here, when I came to Vegas, what really I thought was a, a very unique there is a unity among show business people. And when I mean show business, it's very extant. It's not only singers, it's musicians, it's the producers of shows, it's even the audience. So sometimes you go to an event and you get to meet other performers, musicians, producers, fans, and you became like, a, they became part really of, of your day life. I mean, I have now friends, they are just fans, but they became really like part of, and, and you know me, I'm an immigrant. I don't have family members in this country. It's only me and JJ, which is my manager and husband. So I'm always, and I'm Italian. I need to have friends around. So for me, Vegas was just like a little Italy. You know, in Italy, in week, uh, if you come to Italy, I run with me. One week later, you have so many families all over the country. And for me, was Vegas was the same thing. Yeah, they embrace you, they be you. And, and I mean, it became really friends, not like, uh, you know, in New York, that you see them once every three months. Right. Here you can really contact people. You really get to see them on daily basis. We, but when, right now, um, of course, we are all a little bit more isolated, but still, we are connected more here than in every other place in the United States I've lived that ever visited. So. You also
1: have the advantage. Jada, in that you can use Las Vegas as a base and yet travel the world yeah. and perform throughout the world as well.
0: That was one, because many people thought that I moved to Vegas to do like, uh, to have a resident show. I mean, I would love to have a, a show really here for a couple of months at a certain point in my career. But right now, I, I, uh, I, I was in the, the phase of my career where I really still want to travel all around the world and the United States. And Las Vegas is an amazing airport, the connections even with Europe. I go. Uh, I, I, I have a lot of business also going on still in Amsterdam I and mean, in the Netherlands. There is a direct flight there. My family, of course, uh, my parents and everybody's in Venice, and they are good connections there. So it was a perfect perfect place for me. And we don't want to say that much, I about Everybody's going to move to Vegas. It's really amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what's interesting, too, and this is something that people don't realize, in the 50s and 60s in Las Vegas, just a little quick history, all the performers... When it was set up that way, they would all, and this is before the corporations came in, there was a lot of interaction between the performers because they would go to each other's shows, and it was just this whole community. And even after the corporations came in and structured the town a lot differently, especially from the entertainment point of view, that bond between the entertainers stayed. And so even though it's totally different now than it was in the 50s and 60s and even into the 70s, you still have that connection with performers.
0: It's true. It, it, and it's like that everybody that is in Vegas is either in show business because they are working on show business or they are people that love show business. So everybody has this come threat that they come here because they are attracted by what Vegas has to offer, which is really entertainment of any kind of level, kind. And because I mean, when I say I'm, I became friends with community and other artists, I really mean dancers, I mean, magicians, I mean, um, any kind of thing, acrobats, I mean, it's the community when I mean in the arts, in the entertainment, I mean, I'm friends with people that, I mean, in New York, as I said, it was easy to become friends, but it was just like you were friends with people that are in your field. I seldom had friends that were from the Broadway world. Right. Because it was just like separated, you know, there is no connection. And I mean, you have been to Manhattan. Manhattan is even smaller than Las Vegas, but still, it's like little islands. And here, it's just really the world of entertainment is really the capital of the entertainment because everybody who is here is entertainment involved of lovers. So it's 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 a unique place. I, I tell everybody, everybody said, don't say that too much. Everybody everybody <laughs> loves
1: it. it's gonna be here. It's, just, it's gonna be too crowded. <laughs> I think that there's a slight caste system so to speak, in New York and possibly Los Angeles, yes. where they, these different levels of artistry don't connect, and they should, really.
0: Yeah, and Los Angeles, for instance, I lived there for two years. I have many, many friends, because all my PBS special from Venice, Good love was filmed in New York, but almost all the, 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 let's say, the talent people are from Los Angeles. This was one of the reason I moved there, because I wanted to do more things in the recording world. The distances in Los Angeles are killing the traffic so, to see a friend sometimes it takes you like two hours to cross town, and that's why you do it one weekend, but you're not gonna do it in the next you're gonna think about it because you don't want to spend four hours in the car in traffic almost not moving so because los Angeles comparing to new york it's it's more i mean people will will love to get together, but the traffic and the are I mean, oh, yeah. makes it basically impossible well in this
1: yeah. and currently of course nobody can get together so now there's no. there's zoom and there's YouTube and there's Facebook <laughs> and so now you have taken you have taken the challenge of the coronavirus and you've done something with it <laughs> with your Facebook live show which again is Tuesdays Thursdays and Saturdays at 2 p.m Pacific time and give us a sense of the show I've seen it so I, I'd rather have you describe it but as I mentioned in the opening there's travel there's cooking there's singing, there's food, well, know cooking and food travel. Guests, of course, are on as well, and I think you should sing and cook and have guests all at the same time.
0: You know, it started on March 18. I did the last concert here in Las Vegas, by the way. It was at the mid Center, the 12th. So I had this musical director that flew from Italy. We, did, we we premiered this new show. There was songs from the movies. It went fantastic with strings and everything. And then the day after, Vegas closed down and the corona started to to, to, to be a thing also in the United States, of course, in Italy it was already going on for months. And then I was three, four days. I was already missing my audience. And I said, okay. So I just went into my little room and I went live. I'd never been live before just to say hello to everybody and make sure that everybody was okay. And before I knew, uh, went for a couple of a hundred people the first day. I appeared the second day and then it started to become a thing. And I gave a, people were calling Jada a program Jada. And before you know, I, create this kind of, uh, my husband, JJ, comes from the television world, so we said, let's make like a kind of a live streaming program, so as you said, I, uh, I uh, for 100 days, I went home every day, every day at 2 p.m., and if I was five minutes late in the beginning, because you know, it's live, and you can go live, go people were texting me, or <laughs> messages, are you going on, so I understood that the were really an audience, so I went home. 2 p.m., I actually, I, at a certain point, I had really a clock with a countdown so people, I could see already 300 <laughs> people waiting for me, and I did it. And in the beginning, I didn't have no idea, but then I noticed that uh, people, I do every day birthdays and events, uh, people like to, because I like my, I use the coronavirus actually to to mm-hmm. learn things myself. Uh, I never have time, you know, I love to read. I'm an avid uh, uh, lover of history, so together I noticed that I started to say today is the birthday of this and in history and people loved it. So together with a friend of mine in Sacramento who is just like me, we do every day birthday and events in history, he, American history of Italian world, Europe because my, the people watching are from all over the globe. Right. That's the good thing. So, and then I noticed of course the people expected me to sing. So at a certain point when I was going live every day on Sunday was the the concert uh, from, from home. So I was having on the background Carnegie Hall and of course I performed there, but I was calling now Carnegie Home of Harvard <laughs> Home and people loved it. So I was singing songs that they were requesting. And of course I love to cook because I'm a I, I, I'm Italian. I mean, like all the Italian food, the good food is in my blood. So I noticed that they, uh, I was sometimes mentioning food, they love it. So I said, okay, let's bring the camera to the kitchen. So now on Saturday, even now that I go on only three days a week, on Saturday I cook. I teach them to cook some recipe. that, uh, that The thing is always easy and delicious because I, I'm not very patient. And normally I don't have much time for cooking. And then, of course, I have a lot of friends uh, uh, to the years that are amazing um, people that are in the, in the arts, uh, actors, musicians, singers, sorry. So I, I said, let me share them with them. So I started to do this interview. It turned out that apparently I have a talent for it. And before I know, I started to to make the interviews like an item uh, every week. So now, and before I so it was all the things that I'm passionate myself. Let's say I started to share uh, with them. And as I said, I, I used the time to learn. So a friend of mine in Las Vegas was telling me uh, how horrible is the situation of COVID-19 with a mask for deaf people, people they can't hear. So I said, why we don't try to in- include them also to the Jada life. So every episode I started to do also signed languages of course, I'm not an expert. So this this uh, lady, Diane Florentino, she was teaching me every day sign language. So now my audience that has been watching for four months now, they also have learned a lot of sign language. I can uh, I can uh, say how to cook and uh, almost all the kind of food I'm making with my hands. And of course, welcome today, tomorrow, my name. And so and it became like a kind of thing. So now I'm educating my audience. I... I am Italian Ira but I don't I don't drink wine. So Well that's father, that's I
1: think a is sacrilegious, isn't
0: it? Yeah, exactly. My father always said one of these days they're gonna take away your Italian passport. <laughs> 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 so I am friend I'm from the region where the wine is made from, uh, from the Northern region. So I, I contacted some of my friends and I said, Guys, you have to send me wine and information about wine. So now and every Thursday, is anything, everything Italian, so I include also wine. I explain, uh, of course, they educate me, and I tell, I, I taste the wine with them, and I've learned that wine can be fruity, I didn't know. Right. <laughs> and so it, it's very funny, and I notice people love it, because some people, of course, are very passionate about wine and know everything. Oh. And some others are just like me, they have never heard uh, about wine, so I use covid to rediscover myself, to entertain people to make fun of myself and 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 learn things i mean you know they say you should spend uh, you should never have a day ending without learning something so every day i'm learning something myself and you know what i noticed that a lot of my friends they send me information i'm friends with some people from uruguay i didn't know much about uh, uh, montevideo and uruguay they send me pictures they send me information so and i share them so we are Oh, in the Jada life, we are learning and having fun
1: together. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Let's take a break. My guest is award winning Venetian vocalist Jada Valente. For everything about Jada, go to jadavalente.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Jada Valente and on Facebook and also Instagram. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be back with more. Talk about Las Vegas with Ira in just a moment.
1: There's something new at the Neon Museum. The emerging technology of light mapping brings old signs back to life. Forgotten artifacts of our past that once blazed in the Las Vegas night are reanimated in a dazzling immersion of sight and sound. You've never seen anything like it, because there's never been anything like it. Brilliant, a Neon Museum experience. Performances nightly. Join the experience now at neonmuseum.org.
0: Now, let's get back to Talk About Las Vegas with Ira.
1: Welcome back. I'm talking with award-winning Venetian vocalist, Jada Valente, currently living in Las Vegas. And for everything about Jada, go to giadavalente.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Giada Valente and on Facebook and also on Instagram. What was intriguing to me, what you were talking about, about using sign language. Now, does the sign language have an accent? No, but
0: you know what I've learned that actually the sign language that I'm doing now is the American sign language because my friends in Italy that are deaf, they use a different kind of sign language. So I was just discussing a few weeks ago that it should be like an international language, but probably they have an accent because, you know, I have an accent myself, so. No. I, I, move, no. I move maybe my hands differently. So <laughs> my teacher, she could send it on perfect, but of course, she's very lovely. So, but, uh, yeah. Well, there,
1: there's also Esperanto, which it never took off, but that's an international language. So. That's an, true. Yeah. But
0: yeah. if I, I, so I understood well, uh, I have to, uh, uh, learn better, but I think there is an international science language. So, but. I oh, know, it's interesting to know. Old. Yeah. I don't
1: know if all the deaf people knows it, of course. Well, people listen to my show from around the world, and so I want them to be aware of this show that you're doing, which we were just talking about on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 2 p.m., Jada Live. And again, you're combining all these different elements, and you're learning every day, you're learning something new, and it, including it could be food, it could be travel, it could be yeah. from one of your guests, etc. Do you find that some of them are amazed that you are based in
0: Las Vegas? My guests
1: yes, know? do they are they uh, any of them are amazed that you actually are based here in las vegas
0: i mean they 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 all are in the art, so they all love Las Vegas, and they're happy for me that I'm here because, as we said previously, everybody who's been here once somehow as uh, Vegas uh, as, as like, a, uh, something that welcomes everybody. So all my guests normally say, lucky you, they are there. And you know, most of my guests, unless they are in Europe, they are from Los Angeles or New York City. That's where normally, even though I had a uh, Felix Cavallera yesterday on my show a few days ago and he's from Nashville. So, but they all love Vegas. So no, they, they are, most of them, you know, they're, if they uh, know me, uh, they are like, you're not missing Venice? Because <laughs> for you guys in America, it's like, how, how did you leave? Left Venice for Vegas or for, in matter of fact, any other place in the world. And I'm like, you know, I, I was born and raised there. And I do love to go back, but more because my family, my mom and dad and my old friends and family are there. But, I mean, uh, I, I, I spent almost all my life there. So the world is beautiful and big. So I like to travel very you, much.
1: Well, do you find that your relatives around the world, especially in Italy, they can watch you live? So in a way, they're connected with you.
0: Yes. Which is uh, the good things about, uh, let's say, the, the, the live streaming, of course, uh, if you, because somebody said, "Why well, you don't bring it on television. I said, well, maybe one day if I get a good offer, I will take it also, the general the Live as a, as a program on television. The good things about live streaming is that it's open to everybody. And I do most of the show in English, but of course, as uh, I see if I see that a lot of my guests are also in Italy or in France, I try to use other languages, but of course, most of my talk normally is Italian with my Italian accent and uh, so my mom and dad have been uh, part of my audience they're watching every day a lot of my family I have a lot of fans, as I said in Holland and in France, and they are also tuning there. I made uh, through my guests, because I had some guests that had a, lot of, had a lot of following in Japan or in Australia, and of course they saw them, uh, they saw the show, and some of them stacked, stuck with the show. So I've now a following also in Australia, in places where personally I've never been, but I have people watching, and I. It started by because everybody that was watching was so caring and a nice one to another. I start to call them uh, my circle of love. So they call themselves now the circle of love. And the good thing is that they they all start to know each other. They contact each other outside each other' lives. So I think it's been a good thing that I've been able to create this friendship from people that have never seen them each other. So they they only know that one is in Ireland and the other one is. I even have people from Africa. (laughs) I
1: mean, All over the place, yeah. All over
0: the place. One one last thing
1: about the show, and then I want to talk a little bit about your career, and that is one of the things I've noticed, there are a lot of people that will do streaming, but they are not cognizant of the technical aspects. And your show features very good lighting and very good audio, and I particularly enjoy the good audio because there's a lot of people that use the microphone in the computer, not realizing they're at a distance and it just does; it has a hollow effect. But yours has a really great audio, so I just wanted to throw that in there.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm, i You know, sometimes you need luck, and I'm lucky and blessed that I've be, I'm married to JJ, which is my husband and manager. And JJ came from the television world. He was a very accomplished television producer in the Netherlands for a big company called the Mo. Is the company that brought in America, The Voice. So he's been uh, trained to work on. Television. So when we started, actually. If you see the first show, for instance, we didn't have light and microphone. We just went in front of the of the computer, and we noticed that indeed the sound wasn't good, the light wasn't good. And when we noticed that people were really uh, watching the things, uh, we started to 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 buy some professional lights, a little microphone with the help of friends, and everything. Uh, bear in mind that as a performer, I'm out of work. Right. God knows for how long. So. We had little savings because I'm an independent artist. So I'm not really a mega millionaire far from it. So we had to be careful with every penny we were sending. So I was asking also my fans to help me to improve and people chipped in with the donations. I'm so grateful to them. I remember one day after two weeks, somebody was saying to me, what are you don't sing? And I said, I don't think I have a mixer. And then one of my fans contacted me and he said, I buy one for you, how much is it? I said, I don't know, I checked, it was $200, he said, I buy it for you, so Dog hardline, both for me, the mixer, so people were, I always say, it's really a circle of love, everybody has helped me to make what you just complimented me, the light and the sound, and I mean, it was a couple of hundred dollars in total, but because sometimes other artists, they are asking me, how did you guys get it? So I shared with everybody what sure. we have, and of course. It's little investment, but you said the sound, I mean, even though it's live streaming, I wanted to make sure that people can see it, can hear very well. Well,
1: absolutely, and you're an artist, so you want want to be featured correctly, so that was good. I want to talk a little bit about your career, because you started at a very early age, and you were very popular in Italy. You've recorded not only, we talked about the PBS show, but you've recorded albums as well, and then you had a health scare, which... Obviously, changed things a lot, but you, I think, as a result, you embrace life even more than a typical Italian person would embrace life because you've had that little health scare. Well, not little, but you had that health scare.
0: Yeah, actually, I was in health care. I I always say this is my second chance in life, and. Sometimes people, when I say that, said, Oh my gosh, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, don't be sorry. Actually, it was a blessing. It was in 2014, uh, 13, I think I got very uh, slowly. I got very sick to make a long story short. Apparently I had uh, three insulinomas on my pancreas, which are benign tumors, but they are tumors that produce insulin. Because of that, I was fainting constantly and I couldn't keep my sugar level, uh, on on a level. I didn't know there was really a life threatening uh, situation until really I was calling the ambulance almost every day. Then they took me to Mount Sinai in New York City. I was there for one month. I didn't know but one day one of the doctors told me that I was a miracle because every time I was fainting, my brain could have been damaged because of the lack of oxygen and it never happened to me. I was always woke up uh, in time for that not to happen. So, And then I got Surgery. I was there for a month. I had all kind of uh, was very rare disease, and actually, uh, what I had, so it was difficult to 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 find these tumors and everything. But because of that, I came out after one month, and that actually has changed my life for good. Was after that month in the hospital that I understood, I I was clear to me, we are not here forever. It doesn't matter how old or young you are, because I wasn't old at all, but I could have lose everything in, in a second. So when I came out of that situation, I said to myself, wherever I want to accomplish, I have to accomplish it tomorrow, because it can also be that the day after tomorrow is not going to be a reality. So because of that, I mean, I work hard in six months. I had accomplished to film my PBS special. It was an all adventures. We don't have time to talk about it, but I mean, it was as an independent artist. I did showcases and I raised all the money. I film all the thing and produce it together with my husband. And by the way, I, I, I mean, people can still see some clips of it uh, on my YouTube. I did all of that and my whole life actually changed after that. Uh, that happened. Then suddenly uh, I was asked to sing with Andrea Bocelli. Then suddenly everything happened after my second chance in life, uh, probably because I put much positive energy outside You know what you get out is what you get back. Suddenly, I became a better version of myself. And uh, so that's been a blessing. That's why I keep saying to everybody, because sometimes, sometimes people, yeah, yeah, you're still young. I it doesn't matter how old or young it is, because tomorrow is not a guarantee for none of us. So if you want to have to make something happen, you have to work today as hard as you can and have deadlines so make it happen next month next week not like one day i would love to no never one day you have to say next year next month tomorrow so it's really been a life changing thing so i i uh, sometimes i go when i did my pbs special i went around the country and the day before the concert i was going to talk to students uh, at the university about uh, the department of foreign languages and music and I was always sharing with them because, you know, it's when you are young that you need to learn that, uh, that life is not forever. I know that when we are 18, we think, Oh, I have the rest of the life in front of me. We probably awfully do have, but that doesn't mean that you have to have deadlines that are going to be without a, a date. You have to plan your life and picture in your mind your goals. So I, I'm very motivated about that because I'm always say, if I would have been so clever, when I was 18, who knows where I would be now.
1: (laughs) True, and that's very wise advice that you give to anybody that will listen to you, that you have to seize the moment and do what you need to do now because you don't
0: know about tomorrow or next week or next month. No, and and, 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 I mean, I stress it about it because sometimes people say, yeah, but you know how... you're not a thing. People sometimes say, yeah, you know how I'm old. And I said, what is old? I've been blessed in my life to meet people that are... Not, I met a, a, few, a few weeks ago, I interviewed a, an, an actress called uh, Margaret Carey. She's 92 years old. She was the a real uh, um, the person that World Business uh, used as a model for Tinkerbell when he made Peter Pan. The woman is 92 years old, and when I interviewed, everybody couldn't believe how bright she was, and how full of energy, I mean, she, she installed herself Skype, and she knew how to work Skype, and she was telling, and she still goes around the the, the United States to talk about the old Hollywood, and she talks, she still kept tap dancing, and, and sometimes I meet people that are, you know, 35, 40 years old, around my age, and I talk to them, and they're like, ah, you know, now I'm old, and I'm like, what is old? Old is not a number. Old is a state of mind. Yeah, so it's an it's said, an
1: artificial construct. Yes, and that's yes. unfortunately what people internalize
0: everywhere. I don't know how how that happened. I think also because um, we see that the, the, the everything changed so fast. So it's easy nowadays to feel like I'm old. I have people that are, I have friends that are 40 and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so old. I don't even know how this and that. So I think it's that technology and the the fast path of everything that changed so fast, they make us feel old because we don't know certain things. And then we see somebody who's 10 years old knows how to do it. So we're like, oh, I'm so old. But and, 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 you know, we always... And in the music for instance, has changed. there is more outlets for people that are young. Even in the music, there is more music, let's say, available for everybody for the generation and less for people. And when I mean old, I mean 35, 40, so and and above. It's the whole construction of the society I think that makes people feel old. But on the other hand, I'm like life is longer. You see that people now sometimes you meet people that are 80 years old and. They are just. They still could work. They are all retired, of course. But sometimes I'm like, yeah, they could work for 20 years. I mean, They're bright. They have energy. So it's a state of mind, though. And and, and so I, I'm very uh, passionate about. I'm always. And I try to spend more time with people that are uh, that are young mm-hmm. at heart. I always say because most of my friends are older than me. Somehow I tend to like people that are older to me because there's something that I can learn from. But. I, I always say, listen. Uh, age is a number. Pick up, pick up yours, and make it a reality. So if you want to be 18, Ira, you are 18 for me. So now you can drink. Go and drink. All right. And now you can Excellent. Ira. I'm
1: actually six, so there you go.
0: Well, that's so, <laughs> a great way to.
1: That's a great way to leave it. My guest has been award-winning Venetian vocalist Jada Valente. For everything about Jada, go to jadavalente.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Jada Valenti and on Facebook and, of course, on Instagram. And don't forget, Jada Live on Facebook on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday each week at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Jada, thanks for being on the show.
0: Ira, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so very much for having me.
1: Thank you. See you next time.
0: You've been listening to Talk About Las Vegas with Ira each week Ivor David Sternberg talks with the celebrities entertainers writers and personalities who make Las Vegas the most exciting city in the world house, anything you want us to be, bring